Good good morning. Welcome on the podcast. I'm my name's Shannon. Um, who is this? I'm Lina. Oh, that's how you say it. Yeah. <laughs> A lot oh. of people say Lena. Lina. Well, okay, so we are recording. Um, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, absolutely. And also nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, actually meet you, kind of. Kind of way. Yeah, I um I do this thing. My mom, she always said, don't talk to strangers. And um, ever since I left home, I've always tried to meet new people. Um, so how do we meet? Um, Instagram, right? Um, I think it was Facebook back in like 2016 or 18 or 17. Um, back when I would just like click a bunch of people and try to make friends. And um, I think it was Facebook. That might be true. That might be true. Honestly, I don't get on Facebook much now as much as I did then. So you're probably right. Uh, okay. Okay. So, okay. So I'm from Nebraska. Where are you from? Um, so I'm from Corpus Christi, Texas. So I grew up on the Gulf Coast. Okay. I went to um, school in Texas, my master's degree, my undergrad degree. Did you go to school in Texas? No, I actually went to the University of Missouri um, for their journalism school. Why'd you, how'd you pick Missouri? Mizzou has a really top tier program for broadcast journalists, journalism in general, but they're really well known. Um, and I went to visit and fell in love with the fact that there was four seasons because tex- in Texas, we only had one hot. So um, I wanted, I thought I wanted that. Uh, I quickly learned that when it snowed, I did not want that, but I stuck through, (laughs) got my degree. Um, I actually have a dual degree. One is in sports broadcast and the other is in psychology. Okay. So yeah, the snow, I, the snow's in Maine, Nebraska. I, that's why I picked Baylor because I didn't want to be cold anymore. Uh, You don't blame me? (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) Man, so describe that first snow. What, what what was going through your mind? Well, the first snow we had, like, you know how everyone talks about, oh, the history of Mizzou, they don't cancel class. You know, this is like, it has to be super bad for them to cancel. And the first snow I experienced, they canceled class for like three days because you could not get people couldn't get on the roads. We were literally like sledding on the roads because there was no cars. You couldn't even move the cars. So it was a lot of fun um, when you got over the fact that it was cold, but that was kind of my first introduction into um, winter. Yeah. The snows in the Midwest are unrelenting sometimes. Um, (laughs) So why sports? Why sports? Why'd you study sports? Um, So I started with a love for sports. I'm a big baseball fan. Um, Grew up, you know, doing the books at baseball games because I thought it was fun. Um, I was a weirdo. I still am, but um, love watching. I think it's such a beautiful sport. I love football. My brother um, is a huge football fan too. He actually played college ball. Anyways, just like a really big love for almost every sport. There's not one sport I won't watch. Um, So 
when I started, I didn't know I wanted, I knew I wanted to do something in sports, but I wasn't sure what. Um, and then I started writing for sports preps, uh, max preps, sorry, max preps, which is a sports um, recruiting co- online company. And so I was writing stuff for them for um, really highly touted recruits out of our area. And it kind of just took off from there. So that started when I was 16 and I loved it. And I just kept, kept going with it. I, um, baseball, I never played baseball. Um, never seemed to have, I don't know how I just never got into it, but I grew up a Cubs fan because in Omaha, they had this website, this uh, station called WGN, uh, channel 26 Cox cable. I still remember that. So I'd come home and I'd watch the Cubs. Who's your team? The Cubs. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember I remember the moment when Alu was going to the side to the uh sideline to catch the foul ball and then Bartman. And I remember and I just you just kinda knew that something like my heart broke and I didn't know why it broke then because we were still winning the game. And I you know I'm just happy that Theo finally came around and helped us win one. Yeah, no joke. I uh, didn't think I'd see it, but I'm so glad I did. um, You know, I think every baseball fan has that one moment where they're like, yeah, that's when I was like a huge, that's when I became a huge fan of the sport. And mine just happened really young. Um, So I grew up, I watch anything, but I definitely root for the Cubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then you said you have a double major in psychology. Yep, yeah. So I did that um, kind of as a fallback plan just in case journalism didn't work out. Um, I had already done so many, cre- you know, so many, I had already had so many credits towards psychology because I'm super interested in it. And so I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and make this another major. And that way, if I ever decide that I want to go get a master's or something, I have that okay. uh, to begin with. Yeah. So what did you play in high school? I mean, it seemed like you, you love sports. You love athletics. Did you play any sports in high school? I was a gymnast for a while, and then I was a cheerleader. But like I said, I I was more of like the statistics person. I love to like do stat- uh, stats for the baseball and football team. And so um, I was always on the sidelines. I just wasn't obviously playing football, but I was still right in the middle of it. <laughs> hmm. Sports. You're always around. So, okay. So I guess I, I graduated. I finally got my undergrad degree in 2014. When did you finish up at Mizzou? I got my undergrad. Um, let's see. 2016. Yeah. So okay. I, yeah, I graduated with both degrees then. Were you there with Chase Daniel? I was there right after Chase Daniel. I was there the first year that the uh, that Mizzou moved into the SEC. So it was a crazy time, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was really fun. Did you do – okay, so did you cover any – cool? Like, do you remember any cool sports moments that you covered that you enjoyed the most? Um, let's see. Well – I have one story before I went there that kind of cemented the fact that I wanted to go there. What is it? 
so Mizzou was playing Oklahoma and they're not rivals or anything, but Oklahoma was ranked and it was their last big 12 season. And, um, it was snowing. It was absolutely gross outside. And I just remember we were watching the game, me with a couple of other friends and the, uh, Tigers upset the Sooners. So everyone, of course, like, is so I think they were ranked like number four or maybe even number two at the time. And when Mizzou knocked them off, like everyone was so excited. So many people jumped on the field and just like ran towards the middle of the field. It was just su such a moment where I was like, wow, this is really cool. Um, and I knew that that was something I wanted to be a part of. Um, let me think. Another really good moment was winning the SEC East after being, you know, in, I think it was our first or second year in the SEC. And I know the East doesn't have as much competition as the West, but it was definitely something that Mizzou was really proud of. And I was proud to be a part of because at the time I was working for the football team and also covering, um, covering games for a local station. So um, one of my favorite moments was when we played Florida for the first time at home and we were beating them and you just look around and all of Mizzou's fans are doing the gator chomp. <laughs> and it was just such a great moment. There's a tradition at Mizzou's field for O where um, one side shouts M I Z and the other side shouts Z O U. Um, and it was just like, so loud and it it was just one of those moments where you're like wow this is this is really cool um but other than that you know i've had a lot of good stories what is um you said covering so what is when you, when you cover sports what does that mean um so definitely it can mean a, a lot of different things but shooting the game uh videoing the game sorry if I use slang terms, let me know because I've been in the business for a while and I feel like it's just come second nature to me, but it might not be that obvious. Mm -hmm. So we would video the um, games like running up and down the sidelines, but also post-game interviews, pre-game interviews, um, and basically everything in between. You yourself or were you part of a team? Um, mainly myself, we sometimes had a photographer who would, uh, video for us, but it was mainly a one man show. So you, a one woman show, you mean one woman show? Yeah, I do mean that. So who taught you how to video? We're getting, I know we're getting into the details here, but someone might hear this and decide they want to follow in your footsteps. So who taught you how to video? So at Mizzou, they really take you from the bottom up. You know, you start with the basics of um, journalism ethics and of course, like the history of journalism and stuff like that. But then you declare, um, after, after a bit, you declare which way you want to go in journalism. Mine was broadcast. You can also choose print, digital, or um, there's one other 
I can't think of it right now. Um, but you know, I, I knew I wanted to do broadcast. So I started doing the broadcast classes and our classes were very small. Um, you know, basically the kids I went in with, we were really close and we all learned to shoot together with, by professors, they would teach us. And also just from like real world experience, we would go out and shoot stuff. And, um, Mizzou actually was one of the, it was the first university to have a student run news station. So that means that students were shooting, they were reporting, they were anchoring and all of that. And, um, but it was an NBC affiliate. So it was still really a news station. Um, And so you learn a lot on the fly. Um, video, I just love doing it. So I, once I learned the basics in class, I really just played with it. Um, videoing sports is so much different than videoing other things because there's so much movement. So you learn that too. Um, it's just a process. So, uh, there's a, I haven't read the book, but I heard this is saying there's like to master something, you have to have 10,000 hours in it. Um, do you think you have 10,000 hours in, um, by, in college by that point in broadcasting journalism in that uh, industry? Oh, man, it, f- it sure felt like it. Um, you know, it definitely shows that in college, you definitely get the experience of the real world news industry in terms of hours and, you know, um, stuff like that. Before I did sports, I would have I did news. We had everyone kind of, that's your rite of passage. You have to do news before you can do sports. And, um, you know, sometimes you would just get like, have the longest day and then you get another breaking story and you're sent to the next thing, um, without eating, like you're tired, you're hungry, it's cold, you know? So there's, I definitely feel like, (laughs) Probably my experience feels like I've had 10,000 hours, but that seems like a lot of hours, so I'm not sure. So after you graduated, um, what, did, what field would you go into? Um, so I started, I went back to news. Um, I reported, and then I, pro- I also produced, which means you put together the shows that are seen on TV. For so I produced sports casts. Um, did you stay in Missouri after you graduated? I did. I I actually stayed for a bit and then moved to Kansas City, where I went permanently into news. At that point, what is Kansas City? Is, okay, so there's is there are there two Kansas Cities? Is it like a Missouri and a Kansas? Am I wrong? Like I've never I've been to Kansas one time. Like I can't even figure out <laughs> which one's which. Yeah. So. So they're literally, it's Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City, Kansas, and you're on like, you know, it's a road that separates them. And being a Missouri person, we hate Kansas. Um, my, my best friend lives on the Kansas side of Kansas City. So obviously this is not, I'm just joking, but Mizzou is a big rival of Kansas. And so everyone jokes that the Missouri side is better. Um I don't care what side I'm on. Kansas City is a great city. Um, I'm a big Chiefs fan because I lived there. I also like the Royals. I just, I root for them when I'm not rooting for the Cubs. But um, Kansas City was probably my favorite city I've been in 
So I always think like I'm going to retire there. Kansas City. Oh, so wait, were you a fan before Mahomes got there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know, I don't, you know, a little break here. I don't know if it's going to be sustainable for Kansas City. I think, I don't don't know if they're going to keep winning after they start paying him his high salary in a couple years. Man, every time I say anything bad about him, he sure surprises me. So I, um, you know, he just makes the most insane plays sometimes. And you're like, it's just crazy. But um, I get what you're saying. I hope that that's wrong. But for the most part, he's done so much for Kansas City, even just bringing the love of the game back. And um, if nothing else, I think I know he loves Kansas City. And so I hope he keeps putting on for the city. Well, we shall see. So how long were you there working in Kansas, Kansas area? <laughs> About a year. Yeah. Okay. Um, news side. Um, and, and no, producing. You're producing. I was producing. Yeah. Do they teach you how to produce or do they train you or is it something you're just supposed to know? Yeah. When so, yeah. Um, I'm going to shout out one of my, um, I call him a mentor, but he's really like my uncle. Um, um, Uncle Josh Kranzberg, he taught me everything I know. He put in so many hours teaching me just how to write for TV, how to make the graphics that you see on the screen, how to um, put together a cohesive newscast. He is basically the reason I am who I am today. <laughs> hmm. So, Okay. What, around what year did you leave Kansas? Um, let me see. I came down here in 2018. Kansas to Florida. Um, what, <laughs> was it a job? Or you just want to be warm? Like what? I moved here. I remember when I moved here last year, I decided I'm done chasing money. I want to be warm and near the beach, and I don't care what I do. Uh, what was it like for you? How did you get down here? So it was a little bit of both. I had I was within – so I moved within the same company. So the company I was working for and still work for right now, um, Scripps News, they uh, had a station down here in Florida, South Florida, and I applied for the position. I really wanted to get wanted to be back by the beach. That's kind of what my goal was. And I came here and um, I just never left. <laughs> <laughs> So was it a promotion? Was it a lateral move? It was a pretty lateral move. Um, yeah, it was a lateral move. And you just want to be warm near the beach. Exactly. And Florida is known for crazy news. You know, it's it's a good place to be for, um, I say good. I mean, newsworthy stories happen here, you know, so... I newsworthy. I'm in Tampa Bay area. I live um, and I'm new here and it seems like it's a pretty quiet area. Maybe your side of Florida is that way. Oh, yeah, I definitely mean my side of Florida. I mean, the market I'm in had um, just to name a few of the big things that have happened. The Parkland school shooting. Um, We had the Robert Kraft spa incident. 
that was actually in the town that I live in. Um, Jeffrey Epstein happened here. Well, he lived here in the house. Yeah, he lived here. Um, to not go into specifics of that terrible story, but you know, big things happen here, and um, okay. it's definitely yeah crazy. Huh. So you're in. Okay. So I'm on. I guess, what do you, I'm on the West Coast, I'm on the beach side. What area, region are you in in Florida? So South Florida, I'm about, I guess, like an hour and a half north of Miami. West Palm? West Palm Beach? I mean, like. West Palm, yeah. So I live a little bit north of West Palm, but that area. Bro, I, I, I was there for one night, and I partied there one night, um, and it seemed like it's such a boring place to live. Um, I actually like boring um, but <laughs> okay. not, no, I'm just kidding. Actually, West Palm, it has, a, there's actually so much to do. You just got to know what to do. You kind of need a tour guide. Um, but I actually live in Jupiter, which is an even quieter town and I love it. Um, I bought a house here and I'm about a mile from the beach and I will literally never sell this place. I will go out kicking and screaming. I better die in this house. Like, I love it. So, um, you know, I like that. And I found my niche here. But I can see what you mean. You just got to kind of know where to go. So I, I, we're recording this during 2020, toward the end of it. And um, I want to say congrats on making it this far. A lot has happened this year. <laughs> yeah, we only have a few more days. Yes. Not that 20. 20- one is going to magically change anything but you know definitely hope that we can start the new year fresh and on a good note did you um were you did you stay healthy are you feeling okay did you make it through the COVID I did make it through yeah um you know I think the hardest part was the quarantine at the beginning um everyone transitioned to working from home And there's kind of a little bit of a curve, learning curve there with producing news when you're not in a building uh, where news is happening, you know, like everything is such a communication um, hub and now everyone's spread out. So it's, it's been a learning curve for all of us journalists, I think. Um, But yeah, 2020 um, there's certainly been, no shortage of news this year what has anything changed for you this year anything new you're doing i mean everybody i'm talking to for the podcast and just in my social life things have they've had a shift anything going on with you yeah absolutely so i took the time that i was in quarantine to do something i've always wanted to do i got my personal training certification Um, I'm also a certified nutrition specialist now as well. And so I've always been really passionate about working out. As I said, I love sports as well. Um, So I wanted to use that time to go ahead and, you know, take a step forward in my life and try to progress a bit. And everything kind of felt like such at a standstill at one point. So I wanted to get out of that rut. And I went ahead and got my personal training certification. And um, so that was a huge shift. And when things started opening up in Florida, I got a job. I'm now a personal trainer on top of being a journalist. So 
I work at a local gym about a mile from my house. I absolutely love it. Palm Beach Sports Clubs. If you're ever here, you should stop in. Um, an awesome company. And um, yeah, so I definitely did make a shift. <laughs> so now you're working two jobs. Yeah. So my days are like 6 a.m. to 10 in at the gym and then 1030 to 7 in news and then sometimes going back to the gym depending on my clients. So long days. So I guess what's the um, the overall plan? You're going to keep that schedule, that same momentum with both jobs? Actually, um, not a lot of people know this, but my last day in news is January 1st. So I have about a week and a day left in news. Um, I am leaving the industry and will be personal training full-time. Um, Thankfully, I'm in a position where I can do that, and I'm also making enough money from the personal training job that I'm able to do that, but um, I'm really lucky that I have two jobs. You know, a lot of people don't even have one right now, so. So you're making, you're, you're leaving, you're switching industries. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaving the news industry behind. It's, okay. For now. For now. <laughs> I don't think forever because it's a it's a long time, and I I have such a a passion for news, even though it's a little bit toxic at times. So is this is like Jordan, like the last day. Is this like Michael Jordan going to play baseball for a little bit, or this is you know this is like you know you know retiring early and just completely <laughs> switching off. What do you think? I don't know. You know, I guess. <laughs> I think I might go back at some point. Um, I just don't have the desire right now. You know, I really need a break and hopefully I find myself in a better mental state. Um, it's just really draining. A lot of the stuff we see in journalism this year in particular has been hard for everyone, but um, kind of my desire to get out of news started years ago and I've just persisted because I put so much time into it. I genuinely love writing and I do love the idea of um, helping people and getting information out there. But um, a lot of people have a lot of distrust in the news. And for that, I understand in certain aspects. And on top of that, the, the election, um, COVID, you know, it's just we've had a several really bad crimes happen here in the last couple of years. And I just need to get, I need a break, you know, so I might be a Michael Jordan. I might make a comeback. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, you know, I love working out. It's my passion. It makes me really happy to help others with personal training. So maybe that takes off and, um, I don't know, maybe that takes me somewhere. You know, what you're describing, I'm learning over the past few years, as my ego died, as life, as I kept evolving, that feelings are, they're real and they're an asset and they're actually important. And it sounds like you just feel better in the fitness industry in the, uh, Absolutely. yeah. I, when I was, you know, a 22 year old trying to get my feet under me, um, I thought a lot about money and I was really concerned about, you know, affording my lifestyle, uh, making myself comfortable. And now that I'm at that point, um, I'm, you know, this year has brought so much 
really, it kind of started in February. So before anything even happened with COVID, I was just so mentally drained. I was really unhappy. It was putting strains on like my friendships, my, I was sick all the time. Um, it was putting strains on my life and, um, you know, I, I'm a big mental health advocate. I advocate for so many things I get treat, you know, I see a therapist, I'm treated by a therapist. So, um, at that point, I kind of realized that like, I needed to be good to myself and really recognize that what was making me unhappy was my job. And that's kind of what prompted me when quarantine happened to just take over and try to start something new. So what are some of the, the moments that you felt good about in your new career as a personal trainer? Uh, what, what are some of the moments you work with a client that you just, you felt like this, is the right place, the right time for right now? Um, just my, my clients are so awesome and I've been really lucky. They all are great. And one of my girls, she has seen such improvement and it just seeing her smile and be ha- like really genuinely happy and comfortable in her body. Those are things that like money can't buy. You know, I just, I really genuinely by helping people find and meet their goals. So, okay. You said you also have, um, you've studied nutrition. Yeah. So um, I am not a dietitian, so disclaimer there, but I do know a lot about nutrition as far as um, making meal plans and stuff like that. So when I take on a client, I take them on, a hundred percent, you know, I'm going to help you with meal plans. If that's what you want, I'll help you with, um, you know, say you're working out with me two times a week. I'll help you with the other three or four workouts that you need to do. Like I, I'm a full-time personal trainer, you know, they don't just get me for an hour. They can text me anytime. And, um, I try to help them with anything. Okay. So how do they, so for those in your area, or those listening, how do they reach out to you? How do they connect with you? How, where is the club at? The club is off US one in Jupiter, um, Palm beach sports clubs. There's also, there's several in our area, but I work at the US one location. Um, the best way to reach out to me, I ha- I do have online programs, um, fitness programs, and I'd love to get more clients involved in that. The best way to reach me is on my Instagram at Lina Young Gun, L-I-N-A-Y-O-U-N-G-U-N. Um, you can also, I guess, can reach out to you for <laughs> to get my contact info. But yeah, so um, yeah. So looking, so I guess the concept of intention. What do you want to? You seem like you mastered journalism. You seem like you're very much you really gave it everything you've got what do you want your clients to feel and see results in the next year to five years what's going to be the experience they get with you I just you know I want them to see a lifestyle change and I want it to be something that they look forward to you know a lot of people seek out trainers because either they're uncomfortable in the gym or they're trying to reach a goal and uh, I just want 
to make sure that everyone's comfortable, everyone enjoys their workouts. And then beyond me takes that experience and continues to work out and do it safely so that they're able to um, improve their quality of life and keep themselves healthy. And what's the, what, what will be the experience of an online program? Um, how will that feel and look and kind of operate? So the online program is all based out of home workouts. So I made them just in case people weren't wanting to go to the gym during um, when COVID cases were getting really bad. They're still pretty bad. But, um, you know, so this these are all things that minimal equipment. I walk you through each step um, and then you uh, basically I do the workout first and or I'll, I'll do the exercise first then they replicate it. So there's videos for everything. Um, Usually they're full body workouts. There's several programs, either a six week or a 30 day program um, where you're getting three to four workouts a week. And it's just done at your own convenience. And um, yeah. I guess as I, as I end, I, you know, I'm on Instagram. I'm a millennial late twenties and I see a lot of people they have programs, they're, they're promoting them. I guess what I see as a difference between you is that you spent about 10 plus years mastering an industry, journalism, media, and then you had a passion to make a switch and then you're learning to master this thing. So I guess you're, you're, you're switching, you're fully committed and engaged in this. Am I right? Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's, I think, well, I guess the feeling I'm getting is that you're going to master this as well, aren't you? I absolutely hope so. I think um, online training, I know there's tons of options. Um, and I love doing those programs. And I, I make them for my friends who are in Kansas City, who are all over the country, you know. Um, but really nothing beats in-person training because... I enjoy that one-on-one time, making sure that posture is good, that they're doing the right movements. And, you know, I learn something every day and I push myself every day to be better, um, just like I did in journalism. So hopefully this uh, this is successful as well. Well, Miss Young, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Um, thank you for coming on. Um, I'm going to end the recording now and um, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. Happy holidays. Have a good one. Thanks.